Tyrant's Grasp, Chapter 2, The Red Shrikes. Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Tyrant's Grasp Adventure Path. When last we had left off, uh, recapping the one episode that we've uh. had before this, <laughs> there had been the very short version of this. There had been a, uh, a celebration, the Remembrance Moon festivities. There was a whole uh, big speech that the mayor did. You went into the uh, the graveyard there at Rustler's Coffer, a small town located in the southern portions of the nation of Lastwall. And then uh, you'd all had an opportunity to um, visit with the uh, the graves of your, uh, your fallen. And then there was a ghost lady. There had been a, a strange gray figure of a woman that all of you, with the exception, I think, of the cavalier, had seen. I don't have perception. <laughs> no. I'm not a perceptive kind of elf. It's hard to see. That's, my racial my bonus horse. is what I have. Oh, there you go. It's hard to see when you're not on top of your horse. High ground. <laughs> I have the high ground. There had been a, a sudden flash, and then you'd curiously found yourselves waking up in darkness. Some of you handling it better than others. Huh. But having eventually all struggled free, our heroes, Elsa Driscoll, Darcy Driscoll, Valerie, the unlast named. Uh, <laughs> Again. Heather does not do last she names. She has a last name. Y'all just don't know it. <laughs> it's the same as on yours. She's hiding name. it from the players, no, too. No, on yours God, is not like have a last name. <laughs> and Octavius Black. Broke your way free of the sarcophagus, found yourselves together, found the walls covered with strange depictions of uh, individuals that look close to you. Although, curiously, there are uh, six sarcophagi and only four of you. Yeah. And uh, we checked the other before we opened the door. Yes. Uh, yes. But before any of you could do anything, uh, having actually opened the crate that was in that chamber as well and found finding hammers, hammers uh, there was also like Two a... hammers, right? There's a there's some hammers in there. There was a crowbar. There were some lanterns. There was some oil. There was a whole bunch of useful items in here. Yeah. Uh, some dried out paint. That's less useful. But before any of you could do anything, Valerie had uh, thrown open the door exiting from this chamber, and had seen beyond a skeletal figure wearing what seems to be old armor, carrying a rusted blade as it turns back towards you as the door opens. A vacant expression in its uh, skeletal face, although a strange, almost like glowing pinpricks of light coming from inside of its rib cage. Mm. Just shut the door. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Close. Not ready yet. We gotta put on our armor first. Give us a minute. <laughs> and you know what? Let's kick this one off with a bang. Oh no. And roll for some initiative. Dang oh it. no. I don't roll great. I really don't roll great. <laughs> I like Crud. that uh, image of him. He, like the skeleton, he just looks like he's like prancing. Like, <laughs> yes. He's got a bit of a strut. He has some confidence there. He's like, strut. oh, adventurer, I see. I've killed many he's an adventurer like, in my day. You picked the wrong tomb this time, adventurer. This is like Project Runway. Elsa. Eight. Eight. <laughs> All right. That's a, that's a good start for your first combat. Octavius. Uh, four. <laughs> That's just my luck. I hope you brought your backup characters. Yeah. <laughs> also four. Oh, oh no. Are you faster than Octavius? <laughs> I have a two. I have a one. I am right. slightly faster than oh, you. Oh, no. I'm so slow. All right. Heather always rolls well. Heather. 19. <laughs> 19. Yep. Leader of the pack. Boom, boom. It's a skeleton hitting you. I think close the door. <laughs> I also think close the door. Oh, sorry to disturb you, good sir. Yeah, give us an extra round to put some stuff on. 
Hmm. Interesting. That's not good. Yeah, interesting is never in our favor. Interesting. Combat begins. Oh my. The skeleton gets first initiative. That would be horrifying. Yeah, that would not be good. Valerie, you have first initiative. You may make me a knowledge religion or knowledge arcana. I'll do knowledge religion. I get a 21. A 21. Dang. What the heck is your knowledge religion? Uh, Man, she seven. Could rolled, she could have rolled a perfect uh, twenty. Seven. You don't know her life. No. That's true. Yeah. I'm just we're first level. I'm used to being dice luck. You kind of you spend. Oh, sorry. I get a twenty-two. I get to spend. I get to put half my level to identify undead and haunts minimum one. Oh, okay. So <laughs> fancy cavalier archetype. Uh, thing. You kind of brace yourself. You look at the skeletal things. It turns. Something is wrong with this. Uh oh. You have experience with battling the dead with skeletons. You fought skeletons before. This. This isn't right. Uh-oh. This isn't undead. What? You don't know what it is, but this looks to be some sort of... It's animated, but it's almost more like an animated object than any sort of undead. Oh. It's not undead. It's not undead. It's just a... Oh, it's like an animated object that's pretending to be a skeleton. Huh. That's what you know. The light from the light spell that Darcy casts shines from back behind you and casts like casts your shadow long into the chamber beyond, which is about 15 foot square with a single hallway exiting into darkness. Although you don't have a light source on you, so there's just that one rectangular shaft of light shining from behind you across this creature ahead of you. Uh, so it's currently in bright illumination, or sorry, it's in normal light as far as you're concerned. Although it's dim light off to either side. It's only a normal light for you because you have low light vision as an elf. You're standing there unarmored and unarmed. What would you like to do? As Heather immediately goes, ah, crud. (laughs) (laughs) You said you found armor and stuff in that thing. Yes, we have. This, by the way, is uh, a surprise attack round. You have a standard or move action. Oh, then I'm going to move 30 feet back towards no. everybody else. Wait, 30 feet? There's not even 30 feet you can go. I'm going to move towards that sarcophagus to grab the mace that's in there. All right, which one has the mace? The one where you... Uh, she's gonna... you, you are not currently aware that there is a mace because you opened it at the same time that he was going through the sarcophagus. Oh, he so he's aware. Yet. Like, he hasn't had a chance mm-hmm. to speak oh, to the Oh, that's what I just asked, and you said yes. Jessica specifically stated that she was calling out the things. Like, she was like, there's a hammer in here, and there's some pittance in here, and there's yeah. blah, blah, blah in here. You so you're aware that there's a hammer. You gonna grab a hammer? Yeah, I'm gonna fall back towards Ailsa. Can you shut the door? <laughs> I was gonna say, and just leave Darcy vulnerable. She can't get to me anyway unless yeah. we're gonna squeeze. Yeah. Uh, she could. You could move back and then clamber on top of the sarcophagi. I mean, that's my plan. That would allow you to move all the way back to to where you're right next to Octavius. So you throw open this door, see the skeleton go, nope. And uh, rush back, <laughs> pushing past Darcy, leaping up onto the sarcophagus. Do you tell I the party turn anything? Turn to Ailsa. There's some sort of creature out there. Hand me a hammer. Uh, what? <laughs> creature? What creature? <laughs> Whose turn's next? Spinning around, Darcy, you see a skeletal being beginning to clamor its way forward. It, yeah, it has a clear line. It charges. Wait, how did you... Oh, it's Why did you shut the door? <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Uh, the thing charges forward. It hefts up its rusted old longsword let's, let's and have the, uh, chops it tank. down oh, God. at the sorceress. Oh, crap. I don't even have mine calculated. Hold on. You may not need it, honey. It's low level. <laughs> Numbers are like five it's and seven. It's 12 right now. Your AC. If you have a dexterity modifier of two. <laughs> well, it gets oh, plus two for charging, but that still only gives it a nine. Oh, okay, you are good. flat-footed. Oh. So your AC would be 10, I imagine, at that point, since you're unarmored. Probably. 
Okay, so it misses. So you kind of spin. It's no amount of skill. It is literally you spin and then flail your arms just out of the way of the longsword as it whistles past you. The thing sits there. There's almost no reaction for the skeleton. And honestly, like the skeleton's head doesn't even move. It's not like it's even looking at you. It's just bobbing along as this thing charges at you. I, I like the idea that the skeleton's head is just like cocked to the side and it's just like staring into the wall because it doesn't really matter. That will end the surprise attack round. Let Bring us to round one of combat. Valerie, you have first initiative. <laughs> Do I see the mace in the thing now that I'm right next to uh, it? Go ahead and make me a perception roll. 12? Yeah, there is a mace down there. I'm going to grab it. Hey, hey, hey. Very well. I haven't gotten yet, so I can't <laughs> stop you. But So, yeah. So, this Octavius elf shoves doesn't... past Octavius, grabs this thing out of there. I'm proficient with a heavy mace. It's a martial weapon. Actually, I think it's a simple weapon. It is actually a simple weapon. You have move action or standard action remaining. I swing. Uh, you're not you next to it. Not next to it. Okay, then can you I five foot step to get next you're to it? You're in difficult terrain. Yeah, you oh. can't, yeah. Then I'm going to move up next to it. All right. So, yeah, you leap from the sarcophagus that you're in, leap over and like on top of or into the next sarcophagus because you didn't put the lids back. Uh So you're just like uh, straddling over it with your long elven legs as you clamber sideways, hefting this mace as the skeleton doesn't turn towards you or anything. It's still just bobbing. It's not undead. I don't know what it is. When I have a turn, I'll look at it. (laughs) It whips its rusted blades sideways. Uh, with a 13 to strike at the elf. Yeah, that'll hit me. Exactly. I recommend moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying to Darcy. <laughs> I plan on it. Okay. The rusted longsword cuts across you for two points of damage as it slices uh, across your upper arm, slicing basically across your shoulder blade, although you're able to dart your head back in time to keep it from hitting your neck as it whips past. I'm sure some part in the back of your mind's like, oh, that is a really rusted sword, but not worrying about that right now. <laughs> yeah, from the skeleton, we go to Elsa. Elsa wants to know what this is. You can spin on a dime. Uh, you can make a knowledge religion and knowledge arcana. Okay. All right. Um, knowledge arcana is a 19. Oh, wait. And I get half my level. I get one, right? Because first level. Yeah. Yes. Minimum one for so your part of knowledge. So 20. Uh, my knowledge religion hilariously is a 10. 10. With a 10, even with your knowledge religion, you can still tell that this is not undead. This is not animated via necromancy. Yeah, that's certainly not undead. This, this is some sort of construct. You kind of boggles your mind for a couple of seconds as you stare at it. It's, it's literally a construct made of bones. You then see like the little glowing, like almost lights or eyes coming from inside of its chest. Huh. Go ahead and make me acknowledge the planes. Okay. Eight. No, you got nothing. This is some sort of construct though. All you can probably know about it, just kind of glancing it is over, is while it is a construct, it seems to be a construct animating the skeleton almost the same way that a skeleton would normally be animated. As such, you may ask a question pertaining towards skeletons based on that. Um, what defenses does a skeleton have? Uh, a skeleton has damage reduction, although knowing what overcomes its damage reduction is a separate question. You know that it is immune to cold. Immune to cold. Or a skeleton is normally immune to cold. Okay. Mind affecting effects. Usually you would have undead traits, although in this case you know it's a construct, so you know it's immune to mind affecting effects, bleed, death effects, disease, necromancy effects, paralysis, poison, sleep effects, and stunnings. Not subject to ability damage, ability drain, fatigue, exhaustion, energy drain, or non-lethal damage. Cannot heal on its own and is immune to any effect that requires a fortitude save that does not also affect objects. You're right, that's not undead. It's a construct. Just hit it with something. 
<laughs> and that's you, why you I grabbed the mace. Um, can I reposition Darcy? What's that like? How does that work? Oh, that's not a re- that's not a reposition when you switch places with them, right? I don't know. I thought it was some sort of combat. I thought maneuver. there was a it's like a teamwork feat or something to do that. Oh yeah, but I'm well, there, there is a teamwork feat that lets you switch positions. What you could do if you wanted to, you can take a five foot step as part of a ready to action. Okay. So you could use a move action to grab a hammer, ready in action to take a five foot step forward when. Darcy takes a five foot step back. Okay. And swing also. Because okay. you can ready that action. Darcy, get back here. We're getting into the rules minutiae here, but all of that is technically legal. Darcy, we're going to switch places, yeah? Is this fine by me? I grab a hammer. <laughs> so you have to hammer. So this is a Let regular hammer. It. it counts as a light hammer. The only difference between it and a the martial weapon light hammer is it is not weighted to throw. Okay, so it can't be um, thrown. So you can use it as a simple weapon. It does a d4 damage. Crap. Okay. But you can still smack something with a hammer. Okay. Elsa readies. Darcy. Uh, Darcy gets the heck out of the way. So Darcy takes a five-foot step back. Elsa takes a five-foot step forward. Uh, so they just kind of trade through. places. We do a Darcy uh, You get your ready to action immediately goes off where you can take a swing at the skeleton. 17. Nice. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to hit the skeleton. Yay! <laughs> I need two points of damage. You still managed to crack into the skeleton. Uh, you know that they have d- DR, and uh, that seemed to have affected it. Bludgeon them. You got a mace, you'll be fine. That still brings us to uh, the rest of Darcy's turn, though. Do you know anything about this Darcy? I don't know. Some sort of strange creature. I got a 16 knowledge arcana. The 16 knowledge arcana, you Our can tell that it's some sort of construct. You may make a knowledge to planes. No. Nope, you know ah, nothing. Dang it. Johnson. All right, well, in her fit of terror, she's probably going to magic missile it. Okay. Uh, and I will hit it for three points of damage. You spin, I suppose, stumbling back, letting out a shout and extending your hand as a magic missile bursts from your fingertips and slams into the skeletal thing. It goes flailing back, cracking into the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Octavius. Is it still standing? It appears to be down. Like Did dead? I get it? Uh, maybe. Yeah, okay. It All seems right. to be dead. Well, Octavius is going to be like... Double tap. What? No. Double tap. Octavius, first off, is grumpy. Hey, I was using that mace. Goes and grabs <laughs> the mace and will... Hey, hey. Or not the mace, the <laughs> hammer. <laughs> yeah, okay, so you use a move action to retrieve one of the hammers from the crate next And then to I will... I'm basically in the next sarcophagus over, but like five feet away from the uh, skeleton object. As you will watch, the skeleton shudders. <sighs> and I told you it was construct. At which point, its chest cavity explodes. What? Bursting from this is what appears to be some sort of, like, hybrid... Can I make another knowledge check? ...is a tiny (laughs) skittering creature that looks like an insect, something akin to spider. An alien chest burster just bursts out of the skeleton? Is that what you're telling me? comprised of bones with a head full of glowing red eyes bursts forth from this. How did we not see this in its chest cavity? I told you. You you kept seeing the glowing red eyes coming from its chest cavity. his ribs, though. As it bursts forth... It uh, it looks like this guy. It's a little dude. If you'll replace the skeleton with that little guy. Oh, he's so cute. Is he like actually cute or Jessica cute? Uh, he's Jessica cute. He's because cute. He little round guy. He kind of looks like a hermit crab. He looks a little bit like a Pokemon. I, I don't. I, yeah, I, I I'm not a fan. Kind of armadillo. Yeah, he's kind of cute. A little spider. We don't know what this thing is. Kinda, uh, like this thing is gross. It's, it's a scatella. It's cute. All right. Well, that's. Uh, go ahead and actually give me a perception roll from the party. Oh, great. There's probably another one of these things. So I get to make another knowledge check now that I can clearly see it. Ah, uh, three Y. Uh-oh. Eight. Seven. 
Uh, 26. Eight. Wow. Uh, Darcy's paranoid. So, you know, Darcy, you're the only one that saw the movement of this thing before it actually burst out from the chest cavity. As it bursts forth, uh, it darts into, basically moves five feet over. It scuttles into the square, uh, scuttling across the floor underneath Elsa jumps up onto Elsa's leg. Ah, It's on me! (laughs) Uh, You do not get an attack of opportunity as it enters your square because you were unaware of it as it closed. Ah, Wow. Uh, You are now aware of it as it bites at you. Ah, no. It's tiny. Oh, I'm I'm pretty much positive. A 17 is going to hit you. Yeah. It chomps onto you. Dealing one point of regular damage, as it bites onto you, it begins to regurgitate Ah! this sticky reddish fluid. You take two points of acid damage also as it begins to burn through your thigh. That's exactly like a spider. I've never had a spider bite me and do acid damage. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's true, but that's how spiders digest their their things. It vomits up onto you, bringing us to Valerie. Can I swing at this thing? Yeah, you can take a swing at it. I don't think it's a construct anymore. Go for the leg. Well, this is just a normal mace, right? Just a run of the mill. Uh, it's actually a masterwork. Oh, hey! Wow. You hadn't had a chance okay. to actually appraise it or anything. You're well, like, oh, there's a mace in here. Makes, uh, uh, that's important. So I get a 17. A 17 will strike this strange thing. The heavy maces do a d8, right? Yeah, it's 1d8. I do 10 points of damage. You crack your mace into this thing, slamming it with your years of experience, kind of coming back into the weight of your arm. It shudders and stares at you with its red glowing eyes. Oh, it's still alive. Oh, Great. I don't think it liked that. I think it's what? not dead yet. What is this thing? <laughs> Something Check. not from here. Yeah. Make a roll. Do a thing. Elsa, you may make a knowledge the planes. Knowledge Arcana and knowledge the planes. Oh, okay. Uh, my knowledge Arcana is a 21. Okay. Uh, dang it. It's always the second roll. My knowledge the planes is still bad and it's still, or it is a seven. Okay. Your knowledge of the planes, you don't know much as far as like, as far as any of that is concerned. However, your knowledge arcana does actually succeed. Oh my god. You know that this is what creature referred to as an ostovite. They're extra planar creatures, you do know that, although you don't know much about their extra planar nature. Hmm. Ostovites are tiny abyssal scavengers. They skitter across the demonic battlefields amidst carnal pits and through that plane's festering sewers looking for corpses on which to feed. When they find these morsels, they use their acidic saliva to digest the flesh, taking what they need for sustenance. Yet what Ostevites truly desire is not food, but self-improvement. Though only barely intelligent, Ostevites have a deep-seated jealousy of larger races, as well as an instinctive shame regarding their own forms, which resemble a silverfish made out of thin, compressed bones. When an Ostevite locates a corpse of a larger creature, particularly that of a humanoid or other intelligent being, it doesn't stop at feeding. Instead, as soon as it saved its hunger, it begins using its acid to soften the creature's bones, drawing them out and reconstructing them into a twisted parody of their original configuration, with the Ostevite resting within a nest-like structure in the creature's center. Once it's finished, the Ostevite magically animates its creation, controlling it like a puppet. Uh, and at last experiencing the thrill of being larger <laughs> and to the Ostevite's mind more important. <laughs> little man syndrome. Yeah, I was going to say they have a Napoleon complex. You may actually ask two questions pertaining towards the Ostevite. Special defenses, please. Uh, they only possess a single special defense in that they are also immune to cold. Immune to cold. Okay. Uh, and then I guess special attacks. 
special text. They have two special texts. First off, uh, they have an acidic saliva. Oh, well, you yeah. know that it's uh, it's rather bad. It doesn't feel it good. It stings. Uh, in addition to that, they have a special attack known as Bone Chariot. Oh, no. Um, they can effectively, if they can find a corpse that contains a skeletal structure, they can spend an hour extracting the bones and then softening and reweaving them around itself, creating a deformed and skeletal version of the original creature. This bone chariot functions as the as if the corpse had been reanimated and gained the skeleton template, but gains the construct type instead of the undead type and has no will of its own. It moves and attacks at the direction of the Ostevite inside of it. An Ostevite cannot use its own attacks while ensconced in its bone chariot, and damage done to the bone chariot does not harm the Ostevite until the bone chariot has been reduced to zero hit points, at which point the skeleton crumbles and the Ostevite can attack and be attacked as normal. As an interesting side note, multiple Ostevites can combine their abilities to animate the skeletons of larger creatures so long as they all ride within the same bone chariot, each additional Ostevite increasing the maximum hit die of the corpse that can be animated by this ability by two. Oh, wow. Uh, is this, like, from the Abyss? Like, where... These, yeah. these literally come from the Abyss. They're oh. extraplanar magical creatures. Wow, cool. I've um, literally never heard of these before, so uh, that's cool I, and I'm awful. getting to delve into Bestiary 5. That's oh, fun. Fancy. He's, he's, a, he's a little Abyssal devil. He's a... Not that devil, I guess there aren't devils in the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> He's you explain little... <laughs> to everyone else with no knowledge of the planes. <laughs> He's a, just a little jealous one who wants to, like, ride your bones around because you're big. He wants to be big. I say, and then hit him with a hammer. <laughs> you hit your leg with the hammer. He right. kind of looks up. He's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> you're not I'm going to eat your flesh and turn you into a skeleton. <laughs> I'm not going to be a chariot for you. No, he's not actually intelligent enough to speak. I'll say, I hit him with a hammer. <laughs> you just kind of reached out and slammed this hammer down in this thing crawling up your leg. Get a three. A three will sadly not hit you as hit your you're, trying to, like, you're trying to flail this around, yeah. and you somehow somehow managed to hit your thumb with this hammer. Ah! <laughs> you don't know how. <laughs> I knew I didn't like craftsmanship. You, Carpenter, you do this for a living. <laughs> Get over here and hit this bone Darcy. Friend. Well, nobody did uh, my way. Well, Darcy's freaking out because her sister's being bit, so she's going to grab the crowbar. Okay. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Hold my leg out. Get off my sister! And she swings at it. All right. The crowbar, however, is not weighted for a weapon. It is an improvised weapon. Yeah. Minus can. four on that roll. <laughs> so minus Thirsty four. Thirsty doesn't know. She's just swinging. So it's your strength modifier of... Oh, I think it's zero. Five. You think I have a strength modifier? <laughs> okay, so, so your strength cute. modifier is zero, your base attack bonus of zero, and then minus four for your <laughs> improvised weapon. So I need a net. You, you still have a saying. chance. I mean, I didn't roll half bad, uh, but I got a minus four would be a 12. 12 will not strike a target. I rolled a 16, though. That's not bad, actually. <laughs> not bad. Darcy, watch out! My foot! <laughs> <laughs> you go whipping around with this improvised weapon trying to beat this thing down. Uh, I don't need a bruise. That brings us to Octavius. You're the last person before this thing goes again. Jeez. <sighs> oh, so first off, Octavius is going to take a five-foot step forward. Well, you uh, can't. You, can, you can move, move five feet forward. Five yeah, move action forward. Move five still forward. swing at it, though. Yeah. He's going to say, calm down. It's just an ostrovite. You don't it. know what an ostrovite is. <laughs> Actually, I do. <laughs> I then hit it. What? That's a third three in a row. That's what you get for claiming things that you have not supported with evidence. <laughs> I get a three to hit. Are those your weird dice? Let me look at your wrong? character sheet. Do you have Arcana? <laughs> uh, no, planes. I do have planes, though. Yeah. Well, did you roll? No, I don't have to because you already said what it was, so now I know what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will actually let you roll knowledge the planes. I will roll some knowledge the planes, but I'm going to use some different dice. <laughs> All right, dice that hopefully don't aren't terrible. That's <laughs> Is that a three two? Terrible. No, that's a nine. Oh, okay. Good. See, significantly better. It's like three times better. 
13. You are aware of Ostrovites, although you don't know anything pertaining towards them other than the background information of they come from the abyss and they animate skeletons and things like that. <laughs> They're mostly harmless. Tell that to my leg. I can fix that. No, you can't. You're not a doctor. <laughs> that brings us to the Ostrovite. Oh, no. Don't tell me what I am. I'll kick you. <laughs> With the Ostrovite. I don't think like, this is the time. I mean, yeah, you know, he's a, I think he's going to bite. Yeah, of course yeah, he's going to bite. He's a hungry little bugger. I don't like him. He is rude. Prime off. I will do it. I'm pretty sure if you were armored, that the 17 and the, now the 19 would hit you. They both hit me. So, for goodness. Sure. I'm an orc, not a tree. <laughs> <laughs> or something with bark, I don't know. Okay, so he bites onto you, inflicting one more point of regular damage and three more points of acid damage as he begins to like burn deep into your leg, beginning to scutter up along the uh, upper portion of your leg up towards your torso. I don't feel so good. Bellera. I will swing at our osteovite friend with a perfect 20. A Yay. perfect 20 will hit threat. Roll to confirm. Finally. I don't think a 7 is going to confirm, though. A 7 will not confirm. Sad. I do 7 points of damage. Yay. You do manage, however, to kind of step forward, take a two-handed grip on this thing. Probably actually taking a one-handed grip on this, like grabbing onto Elsa's shoulder, spinning her around so she's facing you before cracking down on this thing. It hits the ground, it spasms a little bit before it's like little spindly legs curl in up on itself. Darcy it gives it another still. whack for good measure. With the crowbar? Yep. Yeah. What are you, Gordon Freeman right now? Yes. Uh, roll an attack roll. Minus four. Uh-oh. Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> you miss. Uh, <laughs> I was just saying, you had to hit a DC five. Come on, five. even, even like a, a five-year-old. five and you missed it. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Get an 11. Okay, there, there you go. You smash it. It oozes out this red acidic substance that begins kind of bubbling on the end of your crowbar. Elsa sits down and cures herself because she hurt. This, you said the skeleton was an armor. Is it usable armor? If you wish to search the skeleton, you may. I wish to get my hit points back. I don't think this is a prank. I get my hit points back. Oh, you don't say. Was it the abyssal creature that was the hint? I don't know what an abyssal creature would be doing here. <laughs> I don't keep any of those in my graveyard. We still we, don't know where here is. Here. Exactly. Well, we this don't is know the crypt. where we are. I've seen this crypt before a lot. Would you come down here? No one is allowed inside of Rossler's crypt. Oh. So. Exactly. So you didn't come down here. Well, maybe you wouldn't be so mad if you had gotten the mace. Right? I would be a little bit better. But I think your temper is misguided. Regardless. I we're under threat right now. Well, you didn't get yourself eaten, did you? Now calm down. No, but something's wrong. Of course. What else was in the box? Maybe it'll help us get out of here. I've got some pittance. I don't know. It's over there. You can look. I go double check what's in the box and More importantly, gather. what do you all remember before you woke up in these sarcophagi? A lady. Just the fist I saw of a lady. A lady. All right. I also saw a lady. The gray lady. She was like a... What uh, are you talking about? Rowena is the the gray lady that she sometimes sees in the graveyard. She's a Rustler's woman or wife or something. I don't know. She's dead. Regardless. But you saw her before the flash. No, no. we saw a different, a different gray, lady. gray lady. It wasn't the normal Rowena. It was a different lady. She was maybe nefarious because uh, that's the last thing I remember. All right. So... We all saw this lady. We saw a flash. You didn't see anything. You glanced over at the cavalier. All right. Val would shake her head. Huh. Okay. All right. We need to get ourselves armed, and then we're going to work on a, our way out of here. I know wherever you, here is. You feel like you're trying to be a leader type here, but we're already doing that. Yeah, but somebody needs to take command. I don't like you very much. You're being mean. 
I'm, I'm sorry, the professional soldier who fought in the world wound is not qualified to lead you? Oh, you're a professional Calm soldier? Down. I thought you just made coffins. I don't think any of this is really a priority. Although I do think this is the first time anyone here has heard about it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what? It's not important right now. What we need to do is figure out if there's any more of those things as we try to get out of here. Let's put on, somebody put on this armor. No, that's the wrong <laughs> from someone put on the armor. armor someone who's who's good at wearing armor should put it on and then we can see what else is in this box uh, what else do we have besides just this chain mail over well, here we need to finish checking the skeleton over there see there's some armor in the sarcophagus and i'll check the crate again mm-hmm. i think All there was right. something that there was well you got the crowbar i have the hammer uh, i believe valerie was already checking the uh, skeleton yes yes so what do we got? Searching the skeleton, you find that there are two things in the skeleton. First off, it is wearing a chain shirt. Mm-hmm. This chain shirt has the broken condition. Babu. That means that the chain shirt is uh, it only provides two armor class bonus instead of the usual four, right. uh, and it has a minus two armor check penalty. Anybody have mending? It's double the armor check penalty, right? I think it's broken. double. One. I think yeah. chain shirt's normally two. Neither. Maybe we should take it with us just to be safe in case it's better we need than it. Nothing. Yeah, but we don't necessarily need to wear it right now. I've. Uh, yeah, we do. Well, well I don't wear that kind of stuff. Are you a wizard or a sorcerer? I don't know. I woke up one day and I could do things. Sorcerer, then. I still got. You she could be an oracle. I haven't done. You don't anything. know. <laughs> I, I look at. Uh, I hit uh, something with a hammer. I studied with a magical family. I know the difference between a sorcerer and an oracle. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> but I look at uh, Ailsa and I'm like, Gus is still here, so at least I've got that. All right, and we have horse farmer. Horse, horse farmer? farmer? <laughs> You're not the I don't, I don't grow to horses. <laughs> you plant the horse seed. I grow, I grow them in my horse bush. Horse bush. Valerie, Valerie would hold up both of her palms. She has a shield on one and a sword on the other. You're not the only one with military experience here. All of you being from Last Wall would be aware that the shield tattoo on the palm is a is a symbol that is uh, tattooed on any person who is a resident of the city of Vigil. It means that they pledge themselves to defend the city if it should come to that and are trained in the militia there. The sword tattoo is given to anyone who serves as part of the military of Vigil or the Knights of Osum. Oh, Vigil! Uh, a knight. Interesting. How did I not notice that before in all the times we've not interacted? I usually <laughs> wear gloves. All right, so, soldier... And for me... You, you kind of seem like a big mad man. Well, you'd be mad too if you saw lots of people die all the time. I'm pretty and sure we've seen lots it. of people die. I grew up in Rossler's Coffer. That's different for me. <laughs> it may be an optimist. <laughs> Sometimes things just work out. Uh, regardless, military experience also. What does the military experience have to do with what is going on right now? I don't care if either one of you were soldiers. I want out of this tomb. Yeah, I've got graveyard experience. <laughs> Yeah, that works have really well. Either the skeleton, you ever, it wasn't a skeleton. Besides it this, did. have either of you ever seen combat? Actually participated in the real combat? Once, unfortunately, when we lost our mother. Yeah. So yeah, we've all seen oh, horrible neither, things. Neither of you guys were in the town when that happened. No. Hmm. That was like ten years ago. Weren't you guys kids? That's I out of been, character. No, but I, I was like fifteen or yeah. twelve, something like that. Yeah. I was old enough to be almost a, an adult human. Yeah, and she's a half elf, so she would have been twenty at the time. Yeah, I got then years. We then. should all be able to take care of ourselves. We'll stick together and we'll get out of here. All right. Which one of us is wearing the nicer armor, and which one of us is wearing the broken armor? I don't really. Well, I wear armor, but I mean, I'm cool. Octavius not is selfish and wants the better <laughs> armor, but also rock paper scissors it for all we care. Let's get going. Get him out and measure. <laughs> <laughs> he does not. He does not do Rochambeau. 
Don't look at me. This is up to you guys. <laughs> I dig in the crate, ignoring these weirdos that yeah, are fighting. Yeah, I for go some back reason. to the crate. I'm not wearing the armor, so you guys figure it out. I'm just gonna dig in this crate. Al's not fighting. She's just trying to figure out who's wearing what the, so we can go. The broken chain shirt will grant you a plus two armor class bonus. Uh, it has a maximum dexterity allowance of plus four and a minus four armor check penalty. Ow. Jeez, that AC penalty is. Uh... Well, like I said, maybe we don't put it on right now. Maybe we just have it. Uh, no, somebody case. needs to no, wear it. it. If we're going to have more you can't combat, slip it it's on better when than combat nothing. Breaks out, uh, we in, need to have it. Inside of the sarcophagus, you found a heavy mace, uh, a suit of chainmail. The chainmail grants a plus six armor class bonus with a uh, maximum dexterity allowance of plus two and a minus five armor check penalty. <sighs> What's your dexterity modifier? Trash. I've got a plus one mm-hmm. on dex. So Valerie has a three. So the chainmail would slow you down a bit. So you would get a five armor class bonus from the chain shirt, and he would only get a. You've got a one. One, yeah. Yeah. So he would only get a three armor class bonus from the chain shirt. So the chain shirt would benefit you more than him, mechanically speaking. All right, wear the chainmail. I'll wear the chain shirt. I'm, we need to find more armor, but you know we'll find it. I'm looping the crowbar on my belt. Just so I've got something. Gordon Freeman, the sorcerer over here. I was going to say, doesn't somebody have a trait that gives them bonuses to using improvised weapons? Uh, No, I didn't take that. I have a trait that reduces it by two. Okay. So I don't know. But also, she should probably not be in the front line. Oh, wait. I'm just having it so that should something get near me, I can do something. Yeah. Yeah. So what am I? I'm wearing the broken chain mail. Is that what's happening? Broken chain shirt. Also on the skeleton, you do find a rusted longsword. Oh, there's a sword for someone. This long sword does also have the broken condition, which means that it gives you a minus two penalty on attack rolls and damage rolls while using it. And it only criticals on a 20. Hey. It's still better than that hammer you were using. I get a broken armor and a good weapon. You get a good armor and a yeah, good yeah, weapon. Exactly. <laughs> I was, I, that's, why I, that's what I actually wanted to do, because I'm like, that way we're at least balanced. Uh, but yeah, I actually took as my second human feat extra revelation in order to get skill at arms so that I get martial weapon proficiency at first oh, level. nice. So I have that as well as Warsight. So yeah, uh, if you're taking that long sword, it still does a D8, but it's uh, minus two to attack and minus two to damage. And it only criticals on a 20 instead of a 19 to 20 like a long sword normally does. So let me heft this crappy sword so it's still, here. So still a D8, you said? It's still a D8, but it's a D8 minus two. Easy enough. Going back through the, the crate, you had found the following. Uh, a variety of dried out and useless paints. A crowbar. Uh, a piece of flint and steel. Oh, good. Three common lamps. The two hammers that you found. Okay. A hooded lantern. Ooh. Eight pints of oil. Nice. And a dented pewter mug. That's you the also. Only one that can't <laughs> cast any kind of light spell or anything like that. I guess I'll take the hooded lantern and the oil. You want to light that? Uh, actually, yeah, you can hold that in your offhand. So. Yeah, she doesn't have a shield or anything at the moment. I'm really hoping we find another room with more gear, because. Uh, nope, that's all the gear you get for this adventure path. <laughs> well, it was fun while it lasted, guys. You just said you wanted to play the Dark Souls campaign, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're using the alter, alternate Dark Souls rule set. How many pints of oil? Quick, find a bonfire. Eight. Yep. Were there any uh, uh, plaques or anything that said... You are here, maybe, with a map? Uh, no, I was going to say the names of the people in the sarcophagi? No, it only listed them as the Red Shrikes. Mm-hmm. The Red Shrikes, okay. Experience. Which we had identified yes. as the people who fought with Rossler, yeah. Yeah, the Hooded Lantern will provide bright illumination within 30 feet of you. So searching through the crate, you find these items. There's a, a single burlap sack in there. Oh, look, a sack. So the stuff that you're not using, you can kind of toss in there, although I think you're kind of immediately distributing out most of the stuff. Yeah, I mean... Like, here's a hammer, here's a hammer, I'm taking this crowbar, here's some oil. There's probably just a couple extra lanterns that we've thrown uh, in there. 
well, yeah, I imagine you're probably keeping, probably give the, the sack and the oil lanterns and everything to the... Uh, the strong person. Yeah, the cavalier. Strongest Avenger. <laughs> Valerie, you can make kind of, you can use the tie off on this and just kind of loop it like across over your shoulder and tie it back down to the bottom of the bag. And it makes a messenger bag so that you can carry that over your shoulder. Nice. Improvised uh, backpack. But thus far, you've only opened the door into another death room, as I suppose all of you kind of crowd around and look towards the, the gaping doorway leading deeper. I guess we should go explore the rest of it. <sighs> I suppose Val would take the lead and head out of the room. I imagine y'all both try to go for the lead and y'all shoulder yes, each other. Yes, we do. We absolutely, that's exactly <laughs> what happens. Elsa rolls her eyes. And then Octavius remembers that he's like supposed to be kind of sort of a gentleman, even if she's like somebody he doesn't know, and he'll like let her go first. Even he's like, if she wants to die first, eh? I haven't seen her die yet, so it's it's fine. Yeah. I mean, Octavius does have the higher AC. I do moment. have the higher AC, but she wants to go first. She can go first. <laughs> <laughs> this this is how he survived the world wound. <laughs> if you want to go first, okay. <laughs> I saw you die today, but this is fine. You didn't see anybody die today. I didn't see anybody die today, according to the narration, so this is not your day, everybody. What's in the next room? The four of you line up, take one last glance around this chamber full of sarcophagi, the Red Shrike's burial chamber, before exiting out of the chamber and heading into the next room. The room beyond contains several low shelves, which are covered in rags and loose bones. A hallway off towards your left-hand side extends out of this chamber, making its way further along. And as you step through this chamber into the room beyond, you can tell that the the outside of the door that you opened, this thick stone door that you pushed open to exit out into this chamber, bears a depiction of several heroic figures standing solemnly together. Again, disconcertingly close to your own appearance, Hmm. denoting the chamber beyond as the burial chamber of the Red Shrikes. I'm starting to think someone thinks we're the Red Shrikes. It's a little disturbing. Hmm. This doesn't make any kind of sense. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll figure it out. We can inquire as to what happened whenever we get out of here and get back to the town. If we get out of here, we're gonna get out of here. Positivity. We're getting out of here. Hey, I agree. Huh? Okay. Is there anything we can scavenge in this room? Uh, you may make a perception roll to search the room if you so wish. I've got bad perception. Nine. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Twenty-seven. Val gets a nineteen. <laughs> I was about to say, is there a perception-heavy character in this party? I have perception as a class skill. I have I a good perception. Roll. I just rolled a five. <laughs> it's yeah. not a class skill for me, so I. We yeah. just have to depend on Heather's dice luck to get us through the day. Oh, whatever. I got a twenty-seven. Oh, you did. Oh, I said seven. <laughs> that makes sense. Suddenly. I thought you said seven. I was like, ah, oh, crap, we suck. I also thought you said seven. <laughs> she said 27. 27. I definitely oh, okay. heard 27. Because okay, cool. it was on a two and then it rolled and I was like, yes. Okay. Excellent, excellent. Go that side of the table. The four of you kind of spread out into this chamber, begin searching around, looking over the shelves, looking over everything else. There's not much of great value in here that's immediate apparent for... Elsa and Octavius, you both kind of keep an eye back towards that hallway that makes its way out of here. It's it's odd that while you look down that hallway, the light shines down there and you can tell that that hallway extends forward. There's like an alcove off towards the left-hand side, like a small side chamber. And then it opens up into a larger room that you can't see the far side of. The light plays out about like 10, 15 feet into that room, but you can't see the opposite side. But it's odd that you look in that direction, you don't see anything, but it seems like almost every time that you turn your attention away from that and begin checking the surrounding alcoves that you 
you almost hear this distant whispering. But the moment you look back towards that hallway, it just fades. I think someone's playing with us. Something's definitely out there. I don't like it. Hmm. If you liked this situation, I'd be worried. Oh, true. Valerie, as you search the room, you do find a single femur that seems to have weathered the years fairly well. It'd be a little macabre and maybe a little disrespectful, but it could work as a club. Yeah, n- no. Is a club better than a light hammer? Uh, I mean, it does a d6. Versus a d4 for that hammer. Huh. I mean, it'd be pretty disrespectful to Phrasma, but <laughs> I think old, you're a little bit more The old surrender. girl will understand. <laughs> Goodness. I take it just in case. Okay. You collect the, the femur. I guess keep your, your... I do keep my hammer, too. Hammer, okay. I can always reinter it later. Which one are you holding on to right now? The femur. Okay. Femur club. Rach, as, uh, as Darcy searches about the room, you kind of go through and you find that in one of the alcoves, there's a variety of different strange... It's not really an alcove. It's just this wall niche that's set about waist level. You find a variety of strange objects. You may make an arcana, if you so wish. Perfectly average. Uh, that'd be a 15. 15? 15. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of weird things like tufts of, uh, of bat fur strange alchemical reagents and other objects. Nothing that seems to be really of any value to you, except for you do find in here what appear to be uh, three freshwater pearls. Oh, wow. The party may make me an appraise. I do. Nope. I get a 12. Uh, 10. Seven. <laughs> that was actually a seven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 12 is good enough. Uh, each one of these are worth 20 gold pieces. Cool. Oh, fancy. There's nothing magic in here, right? Detect magic! Yeah, uh, no, detect. you don't see anything magical in here. Don't uh, Neither do either of the uh, don't forget uh, my, spellcasters. Don't forget my ability. Yep, you're always detecting magic. Constantly is a spell-like ability. Woohoo. That's weird. Constant detect magic. <laughs> Seriously, get that as a... It's an alternate elven racial trait. But it's constant. Like mm-hmm. You don't have to constant. 100% constant spell, uh, spell detect magic as my level, as my caster level spell-like ability. Weird. Wowzers. It's the only magic you can do. Let's go see if we can find those whispers. We carry on past the weird spell component reagent. Uh, do you check room. the little alcove that you pass in the hallway? Yeah, so we'll yes, check definitely. the alcove, see what's in there. Okay. Uh, okay glancing in t- or into this area as you begin to pass, you can see that uh, here is what appears to be a small alcove containing a number of stone shelves uh, with a variety of different objects on them. Weapons, weapons, weapons. Uh, the party may search it if you so wish. We do. I detect magic on it. As the two of you, or as you detect mo- magic and as you begin to approach, both of you can sense that there's a magical, uh, two magical auras coming from uh, these shelves. I look at those. I get an 18 to search it manually. I get a 23 on my spellcraft as we approach the magic. Oh yeah, spellcraft. That's a thing. Uh, I got a 26 to search it and I got a... 22 spellcraft. I got a 7 spellcraft. I rolled real bad. Okay. What did you guys roll for the second item? Oh, yeah. My perception you get or just spellcraft? Uh, spellcraft. Ooh. Uh, 22. Only, only 11. I get a 15 on that one. Okay. And then I only get a 13 on my general perception roll. So, searching this, you find the following. There are a dozen candles here. Hmm. should take those. Put them in the sack. Mm-hmm. Dozen candles. Okay. Everyone go ahead and make me a, a knowledge religion. 11. No, 12. Uh, also 12. I don't have religion. Uh, Val gets a 19. 
You both find a strange object as you glance this over, some sort of medallion resembling what appears to be just a circular disc and an uh, eye staring out at you. It's the lens of truth. The eye of Agamotto? Neither of you, Octavius or Elsa, recognize this. Uh, although it seems familiar to Elsa. Valerie, you recognize this as the holy symbol of Aroden. Mm. Yeah, he, well, he was alive when I was a kid. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're old enough to. And, you know, that's still inscribed on some of the older gravestones in the mm. uh, cemetery. And this is a holy symbol of Aroden. Oh, I've seen that around. Oh, that's got to be old. And he dead. Yeah. Val will take the holy symbol. And... Do you put it on? Sure. He and I, Amade, were bros. Well, yeah. <laughs> they have a long, complicated history. Yes. Uh, beyond that, you find three other things. The last non-magical thing that you find is what appears to be a fully stocked healer's kit. Ooh, nice. I'll take that. In addition to that, you find a wand of create water. Interesting. Oh, nice. In case you didn't have anybody with create water. Cool. It has 28 charges remaining. Nice. And I clumped the last auras together just because they're all in one box. Uh, you find a small box containing five potions of cure light wounds. Med kit. Everybody gets one. And then we have an extra. For, for the, the med, med kit. kit. For the med kit. All right. So potion, cure light wounds. So I guess one for the med kit and then everyone else gets one. As you guys divvy up some uh, healing, nervously watching the end of the corridor, there's only a single pathway that continues. I guess we keep going. We cautiously continue, aware of the danger we are in. Hammer slash femur club out. Are you dual wielding? No, I forgot I had a femur <laughs> club. The four of you make your way forward. As you step into the chamber beyond, your light plays out across this rather large chamber. The room from where you stand to the opposite side is maybe 25 feet across. However, you seem to be coming in towards the far end of a chamber about 50 to almost 60 feet in length. Beyond the door that you've entered, a second door, uh, or a second archway enters opposite of this side. So it would come in basically on the same side of the wall, just opposite where you've come in. Uh, a solid wall is off towards your right-hand side, but you can see that the hallway continues down towards your left, with another door on the same wall you came in, with a second archway mirroring that on the opposite side as well. So it's mirrored on either side, the wall that you came in, and the opposite wall with four do doors total, the one you came in, and three more. A wide archway on the wall all the way down towards your left leads into another chamber, meaning that there are four exits from this room in total. Well, five exits from this room in total, but four you have not come from. Hey. The marble walls of this large hall are covered with several images of battle, each featuring a knight astride a lean horse. The knight wears no helmet and has long hair and an impressive wide mustache. In addition to the image, the knight is charging at undead horrors with a rapier in hand. The wide archway uh, down at the end of the hallway, the big one that leads into another chamber, you can tell that there are words written across the top of that arch, as well as the top of the arch on its left and right-hand side. Uh, there are no words, uh, or there are words written above the one that you just came from, just denoting it as the Red Shrikes. Well, there's the Rossler. What do the other words say? Uh, sprawled in the center of this room is a human-sized metal figure. Oh. That resembles a skeleton wrapped in robes. What? The limbs of the figure are skewed and seemingly melted, as if by, not by fire, not by heat, but like pockmarked by acid. Oh, does that mean there's more of those abyss things in here? Or this, that's the thing attacking that, realizing that it's not a living thing, and then moving oh, on. Yeah. So there may be one more or not. Well, it had to get in here somehow. Yeah. That's the more concerning part, is how something like that came in here. I didn't realize Rossler's tomb was this big. 
Mm. No this one's is... allowed in, correct? It almost yeah, seems like this... a waste. So it's pretty. also all underground. Yeah, but this doesn't... I mean, this isn't normal for a grave, is it? Well, most people can't afford something like this. You think Rossler could? I mean... Well, <laughs> if you're a great hero. He's got a whole town named after him. elaborate. Oh. Not for some places. There's a place to the south called Assyrian where they build giant structures for it. Really? I've never heard of this Assyrian place before. <laughs> What's your geography? <laughs> I'm worldly. I can take ten and know that Assyrian is a place. Uh, some stories. All of you are from, well, three of you are from Rossler's Coffer, and the last one has been here for a while. All of you can immediately recognize the depictions on the wall as being that of Rossler. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start making my way forward towards the weird thing in the floor. Anyone that wishes to, however, may make a knowledge history check. I will. Or knowledge religion. Can I, I will do neither of these things. But knowledge uh, it's religion. either or. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to do history then. I get a 12. Uh, I get a 10 on religion. I get a 9 on religion. Okay. Darcy just stares at you guys while y'all are thinking. (laughs) (laughs) No? You guys make your way into the room? This is fascinating. Mm, Yes. I'm not sure fascinating is the word I would use. Worry about the sightseeing. Strange. Horrifying. Terrible. Look at at the craftsmanship of these uh, murals that nobody's ever supposed to see. Yeah. I I think I'd rather be in that category of not supposed to see. Uh, Eyes on a swivel, though, because there's probably still danger down here. Oh, you never know. Unless we just got really lucky and we just happened to be waking up in the door right outside where the thing is that's the one thing that is dangerous around here. How did right? whoever got us down here get past it, though? Hmm. Uh, that's that's the question, isn't it? Well, I Who guess knows? we'll ask when we find them. If we find them. I'm sure we'll find well, them. Well, we also are assuming somebody dragged us down here. I mean, there was a flash. It could be some kind of magic. Maybe the ghost lady can answer the question. We'll find we the ghost lady. find her again. Maybe. Have you, you actually eat. even spoken to her before? She, like, speak? Ghosts don't really talk. Well, they can. They can, but I don't typically go toss, talk to them. Oh, weird. Uh, anybody have a preference on which doorway to go through first? What do the doorways say? You make your way into the chamber. Um, actually, Jessica specifically stated that uh, Elsa is looking at the surrounding murals. Yeah. So as you're doing so, you can actually go ahead and make me an additional knowledge of the planes or knowledge religion your choice. Okay. We're going to go with religion because it's better, and I'm going to have a 19. Okay. You begin to glance these over uh, as your companions are chatting, uh, making your way forward, and you're kind of looking at the murals and the surrounding walls that are beautifully done. You then notice something interesting. A sleek and slender winged woman with a heart-shaped face and a long mane of hair that seems to be floating in the background on a, numer- on a number of these depictions. Not that of just any angelic being, because this one is actually reoccurrent. Hmm. Almost looking down benevolently at Rossler as he's fighting against skeletal hordes, as he's battling against morgues, as he's tearing through the forces of Bodox, as he's fighting his way through the city streets to battle against the forces of the Whispering Tyrant. Hmm. And you recognize this depiction as you've seen it elsewhere before. Huh. What? That... See this lady? Yeah. This lady is Arasni. She was captured by the Whispering Tyrant in the Shining Crusade and killed. I think there's something about she's like a lich bride of some evil ghost wizard, Geb, down in the south. What? 
on earth is she doing in the pictures here? You had all heard this legend, uh, actually, like literally in all of your minds, only a matter of hours ago when the mayor did their did her yeah. speech and talked about the the fall of Arasne. Although she didn't mention anything about her being some sort of like ghost lich or whatever it was. Yeah, because she's the um, the they, harlot queen of Geb. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is obviously when she was a good person or a good creature. She's watching over Rossler. Yeah. Does she have like, I don't know, was she like divine or something? Like, this is usually like a... I mean, she was, if you found an Aridin symbol, then she was his herald. And she's overlooking this man, you know, Rossler. Uh, maybe it's like an endorsement type thing. Like, oh, uh, he's endorsed by the herald of... I mean, how old is this mural? Well, and the the story that you'd heard yesterday was that Rossler died. He died in battle retrieving the body of Arasne for the Knights of Ozum. Oh. Um, how she then was subsequently dragged off to Geb, you don't know. Hmm. You guys filled the history check for that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to investigate the metal skeleton thing. Yeah, you guys can make your way forward. Again, there's just this, there's the mutilated metal statue of a skeleton. Anyone that wishes to may make me an Aldracana. Five. Darcy gets a 19. With a five? It's a nice statue. It (laughs) was was. a nice statue. (laughs) It's kind of funny, actually. Darcy with your 19. This, I mean, to a degree, this is a statue. But this wasn't a statue until recently. In fact, this was a construct, uh, a specific type of construct known as a celadon. The short version of it is not all deities trust their worship to the care of fickle, short-lived mortals. When it comes to their most sacred sites, many gods entrust the duty of a caretaker to celadons, immortal automatons of perfect faith. They are forged the purest extraplanar metals. Every celadon exists as to serve a single deity. Each possesses a boundless willingness to praise their deity's name, whether through song, oration, mock battle, or whatever performance their creator favors. Most spend the entirety of their existences tending a single holy place, repeating rituals, perfecting services, and creating new works to laud their particular deities. So, yeah, they are intelligent constructs. Is there the, do we see the remnants of a holy symbol or anything on it anymore? Uh, no, but uh, go ahead and have everyone roll me an old supplants. Oh, I don't have that. So, I don't think this is actually supposed to be a statue. What? I, th- I think it's a celadon. A what? Uh, they're kind of like... I mean, they're kind of like statues. So they're constructs that uh, they have, like, perfect faith, and they are put in, you know, places where gods want lots of worship and whatnot because they will worship them perfectly, you know, because mortals are fickle, you know, we like to change our minds. So why is it down here in a tomb nobody's allowed to go down? Well, I'm sure it was doing something to praise whatever deity it was here for. It may have been here to protect and keep the tomb clean. It could explain why the murals and everything else are in such good condition. Mm. I get a 15 on Knowledge of Planes. I also get a 15. Hey. Uh, both of you look this over. The f- again, this is a skeletal figure wrapped in robes. Its most distinctive marking of which both the two of you recognize the uh, significance of it is the fact that while the entirety of it is skeletal, you cannot see its face as it's obscured by a mask that covers its face. No. Uh-huh. Oh. Giving it an appearance like that of a psychopomp. Oh, so for a mask. Like for Asma's friends. Uh, psychopomp. I like the little birdie ones. 
So it was most definitely here to protect the tomb. But Rossler followed Arden. Everybody who dies goes through Phrasma. I know, but if this is a holy site of a deity, I imagine the deity would be, you know, Arasni. She's everywhere. Aradin, we found a holy symbol. Hmm. It's weird that it's Phrasma. This is a bit well, of a build and mystery, isn't it? Well, Phrasma's duty is to protect the dead. Yeah. Maybe it's just here for the upkeep of the tomb. Well, to, pr- well, to worship Phrasma in perfect faith. Well, it's also been defeated by Those little something. nibbers. Well, at least we hope. The party can make me a perception roll. Okay. 16. 21. Darcy also gets a 21. So does Val. Go to Team Blackjack. <laughs> All of you note that this around the Celadon, you actually see what appears to be these crushed carapaces. Two of them around it, and one of it that seems to have fallen on before being destroyed. Mm. Uh, in all of these cases, these carapaces resemble the desiccated remains, much like the one that you fought previously of another one of these uh, ostovite. It Ost- makes me way. wonder if they didn't realize it wasn't a skeleton, so they tried to do their little animate thing to I it. I think it's kind of cute. <laughs> Maybe. They but thought it, it was a friend and it wasn't a friend. Well, more problematically, it confirms there's more of them here. Well, or they're all dead. There's their bodies. Mm. That's a carapace shell. We need to be sure. Well, they couldn't have made a bone chariot out of it. It doesn't have bones. I really think it's funny that that thing's called an osteovite because osteo is bone. Yeah, bone. In medical terms, it makes me giggle. I also like <laughs> that it's called a bone chariot. <laughs> it's like riding it around like, yee, look at this. They're very cute. When you They're told us it was an osteovite and then explained what it was, I had to giggle to myself a little bit. They're osteovites. Well, we've got several doorways and archways. Which way are we going to go? Standing in the center of the room, such as you are, you actually can see the words written above each yeah. one of these. Three, sorry, there are how many doors? Three? There are three archways. Okay. Uh, there are not doors in these archways. Oh, okay. They're just archways yeah. leading into these other rooms. And one of them was uh, us, so let's see what else there is. Well, no, no. Uh, the one that you came from and the one opposite of the one you came from, uh-huh. uh, that one was labeled the Red Shrikes. Yep. You didn't see what was on the wall opposite, but these three you can see from where you are and in written in common, Okay. Uh, the Taldane tongue. Although, in this case, it's a little bit of an antiquated old Taldane where they put extra E's and all the S's look like F's. E's and thighs. (laughs) Fair enough. On the one to your left, which would be the right side of the main archway, it says, at my right hand, peace for years of righteous labors. The one on the right hand side says, loyal Abdel, Hmm. support thy master always. Is that his horse? Uh, do we know? Uh, I'll let the party make a knowledge history or knowledge religion. Huh. They're really rank in knowledge religion, I think. <laughs> All right. I got a 16 knowledge religion. 22 on religion. Val gets an 18 on religion. Or I can make that a 16 history just for difference. By the way, you know that Rossler had a horse. It's depicted in all these things, but you don't know the name of Rossler's horse. Maybe his horse's name is Even with a 22... Even with a 22. Sad. The center archway, the widest of the archways, simply states, Roslar, hero and paladin at his well-deserved rest. All right, so we know that he was going to marry his wife here, but she never made it, right? Uh, also, in all of these, there's not a, this is the way to the exit. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't pay as much attention in history as you did, mm. so I don't remember. Well, isn't that the legend that the gray lady is his fiance who yeah. didn't ever arrive here? Yeah. Or he, she arrived, but he never no, returned from the crusade. Oh, so yeah. she's here. Yeah. So she's doing that whole uh, 
there's always those stories of the like, widow's walk thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's like the widow always goes to the you know the lighthouse to see like the mm-hmm. ship return. It never returns. Let's well, go right. I personally want to see the horse. If Abdel's a horse, horses are kind of fun. You know, I point at the horse lady. I point at Val. <laughs> I mean, it's as good a way to go as any. So I don't have a strong preference. Kai bai bo. Let us uh, go right then. Woo-hoo. All right, we go to the Abdel Side. archway and enter. We look for traps. Oh, we don't have anybody to look for traps. Yeah, do we, we do not have can anybody. Oh boy, guys! <laughs> I can look for traps just by perceiving with my eyeballs. Yep. Everybody, get ready to roll perception rolls every five feet. You make your way forward, approaching the wide archway that leads into this chamber beyond. The chamber beyond is fairly large, about 15 feet deep, maybe about 20, 25 feet in overall width. The stone walls of this room are carved to resemble an airy stable with a large stone box at the uh, far end as you begin to basically make your way through the archway. It's his horse! The lid of this box is cracked and corroded mm-hmm. as though from powerful acid. Oh. An illustration of a lean regal stallion adorns the far wall with the words, No greater friend hath a man than his loyal steed. I think we're going to fight another one of those Ostevites, but a couple. Standing in the stone box is a skeletal horse. Yeah. Bad horse, bad horse. Its bones seemingly melted and mended together. It turns towards you, but from within its massive ribcage, you can see glowing eyes staring out at you as the horse turns and rears up, cantering out of the large box as it begins to close on you. And I will need initiative from the party next time. Right. Ah, we're going to fight his horse. Oh, man. And we got to fight the Ostrovites inside of the horse. Yep. Yep. I hope if we have any listeners in Ireland that I'm doing justice to Yeah, please don't (laughs) judge my Eastern European accent. It's not supposed to be exactly Irish. We're trying. It is Irish inspired. Yes, inspired is excellent. You have a beautiful, beautiful language and accent. We're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to do it justice. So is Jess. I think I'm really more Kiwi, but it's fine. (laughs) Sorry, I'm a little more Kiwis. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Tyrant's Grasp is copyright 2019. Tyrant's Grasp and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 